Happy Monday, church family. This is the Rock Church Podcast. Josiah Lorenzen here, lead pastor of Rock Church. So this morning I was kind of sitting around and I was doing some thinking, and I was thinking about the law of God. Um, When I say the law, I want you to think the Ten Commandments. There's a whole bunch of other laws in the Torah, but the Ten Commandments, right? I won't list them all because I don't know that I could by memory if I'm complete honest. I'm a pretty bad pastor that way. But we know that all the laws were summed up by two different ones. The two laws were love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, all your being. And the second one was love your neighbor as yourself. The law of God. Now, there's a common, what I've, what I've come to find is there's this circle of Christianity, I guess, in our country that is becoming more popular, and I think it's a huge problem. And it's this anti-law idea. Now, there's a famous name for it, um, antinomianism, which basically means anti-law. And what what, what people think that follow this sect of Christianity is that the law of God is not good, and so I should ignore it. The law of God does not apply to me anymore. I'm now righteousness of Christ. And I see, I I think that that, that's a huge problem for a lot of reasons, and I want to try to break that down. Number one, I want to show you guys in Scripture why that's not true. Because Paul actually deals with this in Romans. It's one of the first questions. He's kind of creating a rhetorical argument here. He's asking questions that he assumes people will probably ask him when he's explaining that we're righteous through faith and not by works of the law. He assumes that these questions would pop up. So here's the first one. In Romans chapter 7, verse 7, he says this. What then shall we say? That the law is sin? And he says, by no means Yet if I had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. I would not have known sin. So it's the first thing he says. I would not have known sin. Now, why is that important? Important. How do we recognize our need for a savior if we don't see our sin? That's number one. The law is good. It's perfect. It's righteous. Right? In verse 13, he says this. Did that which is good then bring death to me? Talking about the law. By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good in order that sin might be shown to be sin and through commandment might become sinful beyond measure. God gave the law to show us how depraved and how sinful we are. To show man, hey, here's what it looks like to flourish. Here's what it looks like to love. Here's my requirement for you as a people. And we were unable, completely incapable of following this law. Now, it wasn't the law that was bad. It was our sinful nature. Sin producing death in me through what is good. Through what is good. So then he goes on to say in verse 22, For I delight in the law of God, God, In my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. So then verse 25, so then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. So we see here the law itself is not what's bad. It's our sin that is bad. And what Paul's saying here is that we no longer, as believers, 
with the indwelling Holy Spirit, as regenerate Christians, we are no longer justified in the sight of God by trying to follow the law. We are dead to that. But that doesn't mean we don't try to follow the law. Now, this is where it gets confusing. I don't try to follow the law so I'm justified and so that God loves me more or I merit some kind of grace. I'm dead to that. That's what they did pre-Christ. That's what they did old covenant. In order to be in right standing relationship with God, they had to follow the law. We, having already have a right relationship with God, can now freely try to follow the law. One of my favorite quotes is this, grace is opposed to earning, not opposed to effort. Now, we, for some reason, do not get this in our country. I see so many Christians who have heard the message of grace and they've confused it and think, hey, I don't want anything to do with the law. The law is bad. They may not say that with their mouth, but that's what they do. Now, I want to turn real quick. So how do we read something like Psalms chapter 1? Knowing that you and I are eternally saved as believers, we can read this passage in a whole different context, bringing Christ to the scriptures. In Psalm chapter 1, it says this, one of my favorite scriptures. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. He's saying that as we, as believers, as Christians, meditate on the law of God, realizing that the law is what produces flourishing. The law is what produces love. You cannot separate love in the law. You can't do it. God shows us what love is through the law. So as we meditate on the law of God day and night, and we try as believers to do what God says, because he's our Lord and he, what's the word I'm looking for? He is our example. He is our Lord and he's our example of the one who perfectly followed the law. As we do that, it produces, we're like a tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in its season. All that to say, we don't do away with the law as believers. We meditate on it day and night, knowing that it produces fruit, knowing that it's the way that God wants us to do things, knowing that it's the way that God wants us to love. Nine different, nine of the 10 commandments Nine of the Ten Commandments are given as a commandment in the New Testament. In the New Covenant, we do not do away with the law. It's how we go about trying to follow the law. Let me recap one more time by saying, you and I are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Alone. Faith alone. Through believing in Jesus Christ not by trying to attain or follow all the rules, but because of that truth, we get to follow the law freely without condemnation, without fear that if we break a rule, he took care of it on the cross. You see the difference. So I just want to encourage you guys, when you read the Old Testament scriptures, 
This is a beautiful way to open up the Old Testament to yourself. Because Christ has paid, you don't have to read the Old Testament scriptures in a condemning way. You can see what God wanted for flourishing. You can see what God wanted and desired or how he desired us to live. We can read them in a whole new light, looking through the lens of Christ. We need more believers in our day to read the Old Testament, to understand the law, to try to live by the law so we can produce fruit like no other generation has before. I know it's a big statement, but it's true. So anyway, I love you guys. I could probably go on and on and on about this. This was unprepared. I'm literally just mentally dumping on you guys, but think about that and uh, comment on the video if you can. I'd love to know your guys' thoughts, and I appreciate you guys listening. Love you, Rock Church. See you guys soon.